0: Hi, this is Paul Germain, and welcome to another session of Smart Boating. Today we're going to be focusing on chartering, which is a very popular uh, way that uh, people go boating in different types of weather and different seasons. And joining me is a very knowledgeable guy in that area. His name is Claude Boudet, and he runs a local charter operation here on the North Shore called Freight Knot Sailing Charters. Welcome, Claude.
1: Hi, Paul. Pleased to be here.
0: Hey, Claude, this is a very cool subject, and we've actually taken a cut at this before. Some of the We've talked about some of the preliminaries about uh, crude versus uh, bear boat and different destinations. And, all. and I thought we'd build on that today, and uh, we've got a couple of particularly important points. One of them is that just the whole nature of this uh, chartering transaction, if you will. Someone's sitting in, say, Boston, and they're going to try to make arrangements in the Caribbean or the Mediterranean or Tahiti, thousands of miles away. And so it's very important that they try to have some way of figuring out, is this company on the other end of the line legitimate? I'm not going to just take my money and run. And if they're quasi-legitimate, if the boat is going to be appropriate when I get there, if it's going to be ship and ready to do the task that I need to do. What, what advice do you have in those areas? Maybe first starting with the whole finding a legitimate company. What, what would you suggest there? What have you learned over the years?
1: These are all great questions and it there really are a lot of different answers to to these questions um first thing you have to do is number one is planning a vacation make sure it's well enough in advance so that you don't get cut, you know without the boat that you really want um but there are a lot of uh different brokers that you can go through and different companies uh make sure that you touch base with a uh, more than one just to make sure to okay. see what you're up against and All to right. see what they do offer and what they don't offer mm-hmm. um but any time that you go through a broker, uh, they are they are really good about going out and f- making sure that the fleets are uh, maintained properly. Mm-hmm. And if they're individual um, boaters that are including their boat in that fleet, mm-hmm. uh, they often they they will always come on board just to check it out to make sure that everything is the way they want it to be for their customers. If they're going to advertise for you, mm-hmm. um, but once again, you really need to do your homework, um, and then make the decision of what type of boat you want.
0: Okay. So you don't necessarily need to start with a large operation, and and there are a lot of good large operations, but you see this broker network enables uh, a boater to to approach people that have smaller fleets and Mm -hmm. still make sure they're dealing with a bona fide, upstanding partner on the other end. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And... um, and, and, and the brokers would help ensure that uh, not only the company is legitimate, but the boats are ship Is that what you're saying?
1: Exactly. That That's precisely what I'm saying um, yeah. because their reputations are on the line as well, so they want to make sure that the boats are seaworthy mm-hmm. um, and actually in very pristine condition. So if they're if it's a company with a large fleet, they will turn over their fleet every few years. Right. Um, and for those that are taking on individual uh, clients, uh, such as myself, Mm -hmm. um, well, then they would come on board and make sure that um, my vessel would be up to snuff in terms of what they want to provide for their customers. Tip-top shape. Yes.
0: That's important to remember that. How about, you know, um, chartering is just such a cool experience. You know, you get out there in a different boat, different waters, really fun. And most things fun cost money. So this is kind of like that. Uh, But uh, as we look at that topic of money and price can you share with us a little bit about what people might keep in their minds as yardsticks, so whether, let's say they were looking to charter, uh, say, a 40-foot sailboat here in the North Shore, North Shore area above Boston. What, what could they expect to pay, say, on a daily rate, maybe a weekly rate?
1: Yeah, the, the rates will vary uh, considerably, once again, based on whether a sailboat, powerboat, uh, catamaran. But generally speaking, for a, a day sail on, on a monohull, uh, for a half day sail, you're talking four to five hundred dollars for six people. Okay. Um, for a full day, uh, anywhere from six to eight, depending on on the vessel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of people that want to go for the whole week, it, it'll vary. It could vary anywhere from six to sixteen thousand dollars, depending on the the, uh, the size of the boat, where you're at. Okay. Um, whether it's in season, out of season, Mm. peak Mm -hmm. season, you know, Mm -hmm. school vacations, Mm -hmm. those are always high. Or if you're going when it's uh, a little bit, sketchier with the weather the hurricane right. season will tend to be a little bit lower right for, for obvious reasons
0: <laughs> that makes sense yeah okay so how about uh if they're looking to say okay i want to go in the caribbean mm-hmm. in january on a say a mono haul a 40-foot mono haul, any ideas for what they would expect to pay what would be reasonable like for a week or two weeks for that sort of experience um
1: for, for a week on a mono haul uh you're talking Anywhere from eight to $12,000, depending mm-hmm. on, on the individual and the company. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to go to the catamaran, they tend to be a little bit, you know, a couple thousand dollars more per week. Okay. Uh, because they're a little bit larger, mm-hmm. and um, they usually require a captain and a mate. All right. Um, and then incrementally, a couple more thousand if you're doing a powerboat, because large fuel costs w- with that
0: i see so the monohull is going to be the least expensive yes. than the cat sailboat and then up to the powerboat correct oh okay well that's good to keep in mind and uh, uh, that's uh, what we got time for today uh i hope people enjoyed listening to our program and I hope to come back again soon because we're going to cover some tips on how to have a really great chartering experience
1: oh that would be great